everybody. Welcome back to It's Little Things podcast. I'm super, super excited because Carly Gucci is here. Now, if you don't know her, you're missing out because she is the sweetest girl in literally the whole world. And um, I just love her pieces. We played softball together for probably like two years or so and love it. Like it was so fun and she's really, really good. And so right now she's um, in college playing. But before I keep going about how great Carly is, Carly, why don't you tell us a little about yourself and a little bit about your testimony? Okay. Hey, I'm Carly Gager. <laughs> um, so I guess I don't really know where to start. Um, I'm from Smackover, Arkansas. Um, <laughs> so I think my my like journey with God like started at a really young age, actually, because like my little brother was born and he had CP. So he was born and he only weighed like one pound, 12 ounces. And so like, it was just a miracle that he was even like alive and stuff. And so at a young age, I learned how to have like childlike faith, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just like trusting God and like, I don't know, just like the thought of like never being able to have like a little brother or like a little brother not coming home with me, like didn't exist in my mind. I was like, he's coming home with me. I don't care what the doctors say, like, he's my brother, (laughs) and so, um, my mom really, like, fed into me about, like, God, and, um, just poured his, like, word over me, like, every single day, it was, it was amazing, and, um, still to this day, she does that, like, sometimes I literally think, like, God is speaking through her to me, like, I texted her before this, because I know that you asked, like, um a piece of advice or something like that and I was like mom give me a piece of advice I don't know I don't know I don't know and she's like Carly God will take care of you I was like okay <laughs> but but um yeah it kind of started at a really young age um um and then whenever I started college like all their high school it was super good like I love Jesus everybody loved Jesus and they would come to me and they'd be like hey can you pray for me like it was just well known that, you know, we love Jesus. And <laughs> it was, it was all out, all on the table, like whatever you needed, like I'm literally here for you to pray, like whatever it is, girl, yeah. I did not care. <laughs> and it was great. And I missed that environment so much. And then I came to here at Lindenwood. Um, it's like 30 minutes away from St. St. Louis. It's a small town called St. Charles. Um, and everything was different you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. we weren't it wasn't like you tell me about Jesus I tell you about Jesus let's talk about Jesus yeah like you have to find those people you know like you have to find those people to talk about Jesus um so when I first got here the worldly things started to look more interesting to me you know like I was like oh and like I didn't realize that I like lived in this little box you know Mm -hmm. of like goodness and God and like amazingness like literally I took what I had for granted well I wouldn't say I took it for granted but I didn't realize how like amazing it actually was until I left it Mm -hmm. and so um when I got here it was just like you know like you have to like show me that you want to like be a good Christian like put it to the table like let's go let's do this Mm -hmm. and so the first year um of softball and school here was pretty good um I didn't have the best relationship with like my teammates and stuff and our coach was she was kind of 
she was uh, a little mentally draining, but you know, we got through it. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, instead of leaning on God, instead of like pushing into God, I lean more on like my abilities and like what I could do on the field and what could, I could do for my teammates and stuff. Cause like, I wanted to prove to them, you know, that like, Hey, I love softball and I'm good at softball and I can help you guys. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. And, um, towards the end of the year or towards the end of the season, I guess I had some like mental issues. Um, I just like had mental blocks in my head. Like you can't do this. You can't do that. Like you, and then my, um, I guess my ability to play slowly like decreased mm-hmm. and, um, but then I was pretty much like at my lowest of lows and I was like, literally like my roommates, like in the room, I'm like sitting on the floor crying, like God, like just help me. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go from here. Like, I know that you brought me here for a reason, but like, I literally don't know why, like, I don't know. I don't understand what's happening right now. And so <clears throat> after that, um, things started changing like in my life like the way that I would perceive things the way that I would uh take things like I was kind of defensive you know like like I don't know it was it was weird and I had like a lot of I don't want to say anger but just like frustration in my heart you know like and it was never had that before like I've always been pretty chill person always been pretty calm and collected and a little goofy and that's just never it's just never been like me you know I've never been like I'm so frustrated you know yeah for sure and and so that really took me back and I just kind of felt like I was like going through like an identity crisis I was like God like and this whole time I'm like reaching out to God and I'm not feeling anything like I'm like what's happening like what's going on like I don't know what to do you know and it's so amazing. It gets me so excited because like, because I like had, okay. Okay. I had this verse like on my glove. So my freshman year, my coach was like, I didn't have like a first baseman's glove or anything. Mm-hmm. I just had a catcher's mitt and then like a raggedy glove glove that I had since like 12 of you. <laughs> and my coach was like, Carly, like, you're going to have to get another glove. Like if you want to, like, you might not always catch, like you might play first too. So I was like, okay. So I got a glove and my mom was like, we're customizing it. Do you want to put a verse on there or something? And I was like, yes. And so <laughs> I started scrolling and like the, the only verse that like stuck out to me was Romans 12 to have it written down. It's like, don't be transformed or don't be. <laughs> it's like, don't be, <laughs> don't be transformed or be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Like don't be transformed by the worldly things, but instead like be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That's not the word for it, but no, you're like fine. That. No, I got yeah. it. Yeah. And, um, I did not, I'd have no idea. Like, I, I don't even remember that verse, like from Adam, like, I don't, I don't know. I just <laughs> picked that. I was like, this is a great verse. I love this verse. <laughs> so I picked it. <laughs> and now that's like my rock verse. Like that's literally what I refer back to like every single day. Um, but okay. Oh, I got, I got sidetracked. Oh, no, no, that's good. Um, so I, uh, I was going through a hard time or whatever. And I was like, God, like what's going on? Like, I can't, 
like I need your help or whatever. But what I didn't realize is that I was asking, I was like putting myself as the main focal point. You know what I mean? Like I'm sitting here like dwelling in my failures in my like frustrations and like that's not you know what I mean like you can't I mean you can like you'll learn your lesson you know you can go through all that and you can you can dwell in that stuff but there comes a point where you're just like okay like it's not about me anymore like it's literally not like you are my focal point like you are the reason that I'm here you're the reason that I am able to go on the field and perform like you're the reason that I wake up in the morning excited you're you're my joy you know what I mean like and it's completely life-changing whenever you can wake up in the morning and literally say like thank you God for like waking me up this morning like Mm -hmm. it, it just gives me all emotional like it's so it's so amazing when you can like like lay down your whole entire life for God and like it's crazy how all of that can change Mm -hmm. like you know okay so I used to go to the gym okay and this is just an example I used (laughs) to go to the gym and I would be like this is aesthetically pleasing like for me to get my body looking right you know what (laughs) I mean like I'm gonna look good and then I realized like what am I doing? Like, I catch myself, like, looking in the mirror, I'm like, "Mm," you know, like, I look good or whatever. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, you can't, like, that's not who God made you to be. Like, listen to some Jesus music while you're working out or something. Like, that's life-changing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just crazy how those small things like that turn to God. Like, it wasn't even about me anymore. Like, I'm not even working out for me. Like, I'm working out so I can spend some alone time with God. Right. Like, in the gym, getting pumps, like, it was great. It was so good. It yeah. Was so good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, um, I college is such a defining moment in our whole personalities and our relationship with God that it becomes such an identity thing. Like you said, and being away from home, you start realizing that you have to have your identity yourself because I was realizing I was relying on my family and their relationship with God. And then when I was by myself, I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to do this all on my own. I have to, everything is on me now. And so it became like this struggle because like you said, the things around you become so much more interesting than being in the word. And so as a college student, you also get busy. And as a student athlete, you get busy and you're like, if I got free time, I'm sleeping or I'm eating. Like, Uh that's what I'm doing. You don't want to take the time to do a 15 minute devotional in the morning you know, and I was the same way, like you get so emotionally and physically and mentally drained. And so when you're at that moment, and you're drained, that's the last thing you want to do, at least for me. And um, so it was definitely a relationship strengther, I guess, um, when I was going through that, because I just realized, like, you know, I can't just like you said, I can't make it all about me because it's not about me. Like, it doesn't matter how I feel at the moment. Like I need to strengthen my relationship with God. Just like if I'm feeling horrible, I'm, I'm going to call my dad. I should do the same thing with God. I should, if I'm feeling like this, like talk to him, get in the word, you know? Um, but I really love that. I like that a lot. You got some wisdom girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so what, 
so since your mom gave you some advice or you wanted to talk about some advice, why don't you give us some advice? I think, I think I want to hear some advice from you. <laughs> um, so my mom did not give me any advice. Mom. <laughs> she was like, it'll come to you. So I was listening to this podcast, like, oh, by the way, I literally, like, once I found out that, like, you had a podcast, I was like, I forgot about podcasts. Like, podcasts are so good. And, like, that's <laughs> all that I listen to now. Like, <laughs> literally, it's on, like, replay. You, Sadie Robertson, like, some other girl. Like, it's crazy. They're good. They're good. They're so good. <laughs> and so I was listening to a podcast on my way back here yesterday. And I didn't finish it, so I finished it this morning. And um, one of the, or the guy that was on it, he said, he said, he was talking about like trust and like, just like how your mental, like your mentality and like what you feed your soul and what you feed your brain, like plays such like a big role in how you, like what you, what comes out, you know, like Mm -hmm. what, like if you feed your brain with scripture and you commit to God and you like trust in what he's saying, like fully, then like you're gonna you're gonna see a life-changing like event happen in your life like Mm -hmm. it's gonna be crazy and so I guess what I kind of pieced together was that um you can never fully trust or commit to God until you completely die to yourself Mm -hmm. so like I don't know like that's kind of like what I've been going through right now is like if I find and if I like fall into worldly things or like worldly thoughts or that that's my biggest thing is my thoughts like I'm like what is she thinking about me what if she doesn't think I'm good enough what if he doesn't think I'm good enough like my identity doesn't fall into them though my identity falls into Christ and he says all only good things about me you know and so like and also okay also it's not for us to like carry on our shoulders you know like God did not give us those big shoulders for us to be like here like, you got to carry the weight of the world, girl. Like, it'll crush you, but you're fine. You know, like, he did not tell you that, you know? Like, he was literally like, give it to me. Like, I will give you peace. Like, you just have to give it to me and trust and commit in me. Right. And, like, it's fine. Like, I'll guide you. Just blindly, you know? Like, you bl- you blindly go, I'll leap, you know? <laughs> and that's literally what he does. Like, and it's so amazing, just to even see, like, go look, like, look back in my time when I was, like, all about me, I was, like, God, help me, like, fix me, what am I doing, like, whatever, whatever, and he blessed me in so many ways, like, even through that time, Mm -hmm. and, like, I was so focused on myself that I didn't even see it, right, and so, yeah, I think that um, you can never fully trust or commit to God until you completely die to yourself. Yeah, I, Yeah. yeah, I think it's, so true because um the other day in church they were talking about how you know uh satan uses so many things to distract us from the world and the one thing he uses the most is ourselves or he uses to distract us from god and um but he uses ourselves because right now you know i do agree in self-love like you should respect yourself Mm -hmm. and love yourself but not more than god and that's something that isn't talked about enough i think because he was saying we use our focus on, you know, our health and all of that, instead of actually going to God, we're so focused on ourselves and not on God. And that's Satan's using that to distract us. And so I love that you said that you have to die to yourself to actually fully commit. And I think that's so true. Um, because we are so, I think somebody was talking about this the other day in 
how we're so focused on the things of this world that we don't Mm -hmm. think about how the journey to heaven is going to be long and hard and none of that stuff is going to come with us when we go right so when we like this I saw it on TikTok actually I think and this girl was like the the journey to hell is it's fun and you have your friends and you have music and you have parties but once you get to hell your friends aren't going to be there that music's not going to be there and then you're just going to be suffering the rest of your life yeah and or for eternity and um so that's kind of what I think about with heaven, like nothing on this earth is going to be here. So I need to take my focus off me and myself, because even yeah. this body is not going to be in heaven. Like yeah. I'm going to have a completely different, healthy body. So taking my focus off myself and realizing none of this is coming with me. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. I want to be successful on earth, but not for myself, but for God's glory. And so like taking that off of myself and realizing that that's not the most important thing that I could be doing right now is so important. And I think you kind of hit it on the nail on the head there. Yeah, Uh, I think so. (laughs) Um, But also to go along with that, it's like, I know I have been in a spot here recently where like, like I want to take like you said, like partying, all that, that's fun, but like, they're not like, that's gonna not, that's not bringing up with you to heaven. And like, so that makes me think, okay, so I'm not gonna have like my friends up there with me. Like, I'm not gonna have like the people that I love, the people that I spent like a whole good four years of my life with, you know, like they're not gonna come up there with me. So like, I'm on a mission in you. Like I am serious. Like I'm like, you're coming with me. Let's go. Let's read the Bible right now. Like, I don't even, I don't even care. Like we're going to read the Bible. You're going to listen to me. We're going to go to heaven together. Cause I cannot live eternity without you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, whenever, I don't know. Like when I first got here, I was like shy and I'm, you know me, like I'm not shy. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not quiet. I'm loud. I'm obnoxious. And I was like, I can't say anything or I'm going to get judged. I'm going to, I'm gonna like I'm gonna I'm gonna be so embarrassed like I don't know what I'm gonna do and my friend her name is Kaylee she was talking to me the other day and I was telling her about how I was feeling and she was like okay but like would you rather be embarrassed for like that short moment and get over it or would you rather like live eternity without like with the guilt of knowing that you could have helped somebody else get into heaven and I was like that one hits yeah I yeah like, hey. I was like I'm getting out of the car and we're gonna go talk to her right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was crazy and I don't know it's just kind of been like like when I get shy when I get nervous I'm like okay it might be embarrassing for you like right now in this moment but like in the end of the day God wins like and you know like God is in me like you're fine you're good you're gonna get through this like you know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. it's, it's hard to think that that's part of being a Christian, that it would be mm-hmm. so hard to talk about something so good. Right. And it's, it is. And, you know, it took me my whole freshman year to kind of get over that. And then oh, sophomore too, year, I was like, all righty, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Like, let's take this thing off. Uh-huh. And so I was like, I'm coming in guns and blazing. Everybody, you're going to church, you're going to church, you're going to church. Uh-huh. Like, hop in the car, carpool, let's go. Yeah. And so it was, it was really, it was really fun just because after I got all over that, I felt so much better. And I was like, all right, like, let's, I feel better because not only 
was I able to get like our half of our team was doing Bible studies at some point. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome. And it was so refreshing. Cause I'm like, now I have this whole group of girls that I can go to and like that I have to keep me accountable. And so putting myself aside and then going over that lump, not only helped them get plugged in and doing something, but it also helped me. And so I was like, this is beneficial for all of us. Right. And, it's like a know, win-win. The only the only thing that happened was girls just saying, no, that's not really my thing. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all. And then right. they know that they're more than welcome to come. And we always invited them anyways. But, you know, that that was their thing. And so I'm like, all that all that fear of embarrassment ended up just being nothing. Like all they really? said was they didn't want to go. And yeah. so I was like, that's awesome. Um, it's harder, obviously, when you don't know somebody that well. And, mm-hmm. or you have a friend that's been a, like a lifelong friend or something and they don't know Christ or they're not a believer. And that's yeah. hard. Cause you're like, I know how you feel about it, but I don't want it. Like you said, I don't want to go to eternity yes. without you. And, um, so I think that's something obviously that's important. Like your friendship is going to survive if it's in the right place. Like mm-hmm. when you're talking to somebody, that's, that's the hardest thing for me. Cause I, I still have a friend that's not really a believer and it just makes it, it does make me sad because I'm like, I want you to come with me. Like, yeah. Also yeah. not only come with me, but I don't want you to suffer. Like you're right. missing out on this whole great grand thing. And so I agree, like putting yourself to the side and focusing on God is going to completely transform your mentality. And that's kind of what happened, you know, when I was in Moorhead and I was like, I really got to put this to the side because I feel, I almost felt ashamed to like be truly who I was. And I was like, you know what, girl, you're not alone. (laughs) I was like, you know what? I never was like this on my travel ball teams. Like I was always myself. So I'm like, why am I so scared now? And it's just that whole college aspect. Like you want to make a a name for yourself in college Mm -hmm. and like you want to be known for something. So it's so big that you first impressions are so important. So the last thing you're thinking about is like, do I really want to embarrass myself? And it's not embarrassing, but that's like the lie that we've been told for so long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I agree. Like you kind of feel like you're in a bubble when you're in high school. Like, that's how I felt too. And when I went to Moorhead, it was like, okay, like there's a little, there's some things going on and I I don't really know this stuff. And I learned a lot of things I wish I wouldn't have learned. And (laughs) so there was just a lot, there's a lot of things. And, um, but college, college is that, that is a hard place. You have to figure out yourself and who you are and not only who you are, but who you are in Christ. And so it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. And I, I, um, I had a friend and she's like, literally like, she's helped me get through like so much. And, um, she, like, we would just talk about our problems and stuff. And she'd be like, like, I'm going through like an identity crisis right now. And I was like, girl, me too. Like, and that's when I was really like stepping into like what God says about me. Like I literally have like a notebook and it has like like every morning I'd wake up and it was like, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Like my body's a temple. Like I'm like, I'm strong. Like I have God confidence, like all this stuff. And I would read it like every single morning. And that literally got me out of bed, like literally got me out of bed. And, uh, and she was like, but like, who am I like as a person, you know, like I know who I am in Christ, like who am I as a person? And I was like, Brie girl, like, 
once you start living like your Christ-like life, like your personality is going to seep through that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I realized like once I stopped, once I like got ashamed and I was like, like you said, like kind of ashamed, you know, like, and I was like timid to share, like to be myself and to Mm -hmm. share the God's word. I slowly started to realize that like the reason like that I was so, I don't know, like me was because of God's light shining through me. Like I, I never did anything for myself. I never, like my mom, like in the beginning of last year, like in the season, she would be like, Carly, like, look at your stats. And like, I I don't care about my stats. Like I'd never, you know what I mean? Like, as long as I help my team, as long as I did what I was supposed to do, like, that's good for me. That makes, that gives me peace in my heart. And even if that's not like, okay, God, like, thank you for like giving me peace. Like, I feel like, okay, my, my, um, my thoughts about like relating your, I guess, like Christ through like softball is that like they both can give you peace they both can give you like you know you know you know what I mean like they both can give you this feeling in your heart and you're like yes like I love (laughs) this like I'm so excited and I feel like those two things go hand in hand like and that's the same with like working out you know what I mean like as long as you're doing it for the right reason like I don't know things will work out for you and then I started getting consumed in myself and I was like, what am I doing for the team? The team doesn't like me. I don't like, I don't know what I'm, you know, yeah. and then that's when everything started going downhill. But she was like, Carly, like, who am I like as a person? Like, am I still fun to be around? Like just doubting herself. Yeah. And I was like, girl, like, and I started reading her my list of stuff. And I was like, like, like we, like, you know, like as long as you know who you are in Christ, like that will seep through like your personality will seep through your goodness your joy your joy your blessings that you give people like that will seep through Mm -hmm. so just like just like be who God made you to be you know what I mean yes like I want to say be you but sometimes like I came into college thinking that I knew who I was I was like I am I'm this I'm that like I got this but then the world tested me and then I like completely lost who I was Mm -hmm. and I was like okay, so let's rebuild this, you know, let's build it like better than ever. Like, let's go. And so I started like looking at who I was in Christ and who God told me that I was. And I slowly started piecing together. Like God says that I'm this, therefore I act like this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it, it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, good. it was a good like realization. No, that's totally true. I, um, we were talking about that in small groups the other day about how, um, finding your identity and how you have to find your identity in Christ. And I, we were reading in Philippians and he was just talking about how, like every time he thinks of somebody from the church, he prays for them. Every time he thinks of them, he prays blessings over them. And we were like, that's so crazy. Like think about every time, if you thought about someone stopping and praying. And so we were just talking about how he had his identity in Christ. So everything he did was to not only glorify Christ, but to glorify others around him. Yeah. And it was so crazy because that was his identity. That was him. That was who he was. Mm-hmm. And like, we're, like you said, I, we're kind of caught up on like our worldly personality, if that makes sense. Yeah. But that's not our, like, obviously you have an amazing personality and you're full of Jesus. And so it's crazy to think like, you don't have to be, 
I think we kind of tend to think if you're all in with Christ, like you have to be kind of bland and boring and that's not yeah. at all how like it you is. have to follow the rules and all that like yeah. that you have to be a certain way and you have to uh-huh. sit up with your back straight because I know that's not what I'm doing right now I'm slouching over like a dog. Yeah, and I, I <laughs> and um but like for example my nana oh my goodness that woman <laughs> is full of Jesus but she uh-huh. love you nana but she's a little on the crazy side like me and so <laughs> we that's why we get along so well but mm-hmm. she's so funny you would love her by the way um but I just think it's we don't have to be like this mold that's why God made us all individual we don't Uh we don't fit a mold and that's what makes us great that's what makes us unique and so we're all so in individualized and so we have a relationship with Christ but that relationship's just us like it's just me and him it's just you and him like, it's not all yeah. of us together. We don't have the same relationship. Everybody has different ways of coping. Everybody has different ways of doing things. And so we, when we find our identity in Christ, that's a personal thing. That's not, we don't all fit the same mold. And so it's something that we have to kind of get around. Like, it's not boring to be in Christ. Right, right. Yeah, so, um, okay, so. One thing I'm starting to do is I have this thing called, um, like I have a mustard seed moment thing, um, where like a little sprout, what was your like little sprout of faith? If that makes sense. Okay. Wait, time out. I have to show you my necklace. (laughs) Okay. It's like a mountain and it has a little mustard seed in it, you know? Yes. Faith as small as a mountain can move mustard seeds. Oh, I mean, as small as a mustard seed can move mountains. Yes, I love it. That's so cute. <laughs> I know my mom got it for me for Christmas. I was like, I like start crying. You know, it was so good. <laughs> um, but oh, I don't know. I feel like I've had like a few of those, you know, moments where mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, you know. Um, I would probably say that my most recent one. Um, I want to say that I was like, I'm super bad at remembering things. Okay, just hold on a minute. (laughs) I want to say that I was, I want to say that I was listening maybe to a song or something. Dude, I don't know. I don't remember what I was, I was, something was speaking to me. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. something was speaking in me. Oh my gosh. I was listening to a podcast. Um, I forgot what her name was. She like, she's super pretty. She played basketball. She, um, Maddie Pruitt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just yes, finished yes, her yes. book last night. <laughs> oh my gosh. You have it. I have to yeah, get it. It's, it's so good. I'm so excited. It's good. I was watching I think I think it was a YouTube video. It might have been a podcast. I don't remember. But I'm telling you, girl, I listen to so many now that I was like, oh, I forgot about those things. <laughs> and I'm like always listening to one. Um, but it was either a podcast or a YouTube video. And she said, like, in the podcast, she was like, and, you know, like, she's a pretty girl. Like, she plays, she played basketball. I just felt like I could relate with her in, like, a lot of different ways and, like, just, I don't know like, especially with the whole ba- basketball aspect, like, she knows how draining and how physical and mental everything, like, literally, when you play college sport, I'm praying for you, because yeah. 
it's it's hard you know yeah. like even if you even if you're the best player on the field like it's still mentally physically draining mm-hmm. yeah so I just feel like yeah we can all relate and yes. so um so I was just like in my moment like I was like listening to her I was like writing down notes or whatever and she said like I literally had like a come to Jesus moment where I was like I want to stand out like I want to be different but not like for myself like for God Mm -hmm. and like I don't know what it was about that but like ever since I've heard that I I think I was like scared to like I was like yielding to fear you know like I was like I'm scared to fail I'm scared to mess up I'm scared to be Mm -hmm. myself around other people yeah and so I was like so I'm just not going to be, I'm just going to be shy and I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to be timid. And if somebody needs my help, I'll help them. <laughs> and like, that's what I decided. And I was like, I was like, you know, like itching, like I was like ready to come out. Like, I'm like, no, like, that's not who I am. Like every day I would see reminders of like who I was and like who I'm supposed to be here. And I just ignored them. I was like, push them to the side. It's fine. I'm good right here. I'm good right here. It's fine. And after I heard that, it just like sparked a fire in me. And I was like, yes, like, got it. I know that God's put me here for a reason. Like, I know that his works, like he is working in me right now as we speak. What is stopping me from sharing that with somebody? What is stopping me? Like mm-hmm. fear? Like, am I, am I scared? Like, no, 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 no. Like I cannot be scared and still be like, just like as strong and joyful in Christ as I want to be you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I want to reach that end goal of like being that light for people and so I think that was my mustard seed moment where I was like okay no more like you're out like let's go let's do this thing you be yourself you spread the word you do it you do what God's put you here to do like yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what people think about you. Like people could think that you're crazy. You are crazy for Jesus, girl. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's so funny. Um, okay. So I'm, we got to close it out because we were running okay. a little long, but okay. I really do appreciate you for being on here. And I'm so glad we got to connect again because we haven't talked in a while. Or we talk every now and then. It's like every yeah. um, right? But it was really good to have you on here. Thank you so much. And you. Um, you can have, I usually let somebody close out with like a final word. So do you have anything you'd like to tell everybody that just says like a little piece of advice or encouragement? Um, I actually have this sticky note on my computer and um, I just remind myself this and it says it is his strength that I rest on, not my own. So like, you know, when you're going through whatever, just remember that like, and God is victorious over and over and over and over again. He's never going to fail. So that just gives me peace. So hope I can give you guys some peace. <laughs> I love that. That's good. Um, all righty, everybody. So thank you so much for watching or listening or whatever you're doing. Um, I appreciate it. I really do. And go show, show Carly some love because she's a sweetheart and um, everybody just be a light for the Lord in everything you do and be the reason someone smiles today. Y'all have a good one. Bye.